Kia ora and welcome to the Dawn Chorus. I'm Bernard Hickey. This is my daily podcast that goes out with an email newsletter via the Kaka, which is my Substack for paying subscribers. I'm opening this one up early today for all of the public public to read and listen to and share. And I'd like to thank the paying subscribers for the Kaka who support my work being out there in public, particularly on public interest issues. I cover the political economy in Aotearoa, along with geopolitics, and my aim is to look more deeply at what's happening in housing affordability, climate change in action, and child poverty reduction. Today I wanted to look at a survey result which is being uncovered through an OAA request via Thomas Coughlin at NZ Herald. It's an interesting look at how people think we should change the way we run public transport and shift from using cars and trucks towards using more public transport, cycling and walking, the so-called mode shift. And then also asking, how do people think it should be funded? It's one of the massive clashes now between the generations about how we organise our cities to deal with climate change, housing affordability, and ultimately child poverty. So uh, late last year, the Ministry of Transport asked the Auckland University's uh, Centre for uh, Futures, Koi2, to do a survey of people who understood a few things about public transport and how transport was operating. So this wasn't a fully representative sample. It was also self-selecting and online. So those caveats need to be taken into account. But what it found, uh, once it had asked people a few questions about what they thought about public transport, how it should change and who pay for it, it found that overall of the more than 400 people who participated in the survey in October and November last year, more than 65% believed that the government should introduce a wealth tax to help pay for public transport and active transport, so cycling and walking. And all of, the, of those people who were surveyed, amongst the young people, 81% said that a wealth tax should be introduced. And amongst the older people, two-thirds of whom drove carts, they saw that only less than a third of those people wanted a wealth tax. So we have a very clear disconnect between younger renters in the cities, a third of whom, only a third of whom drive cars these days, who say they would like a wealth tax or other types of taxes, including congestion charges and pollution taxes, to pay for public infrastructure, such as buses and trains, cycle paths and walking paths, often involving repurposing roads that are already there, and um, moving and subsidising to shift people out of their cars and onto bikes and, and walking and cycling generally. So that's the split that's there. I've put all the details on the survey and its results into the uh, email for everyone to read and see. And there's a link to the full survey results in there uh, on Scribed. 
Uh, this, um, again, reinforces uh, what I see as the major culture war issue. Uh, it would be nice if it wasn't a culture war, but it, it is uh, between uh, um, what you'd call the centre-left progressive forces in politics and the centre-right conservative forces in politics. And at the moment, uh, those uh, conservative forces are winning uh, because both national and Labour uh, politicians who understand how MMP works realise that to win elections, you have to win a sort of 5 or 10% in the middle of the voting spectrum who are swinging voters, typically they're median voters. And they are overwhelmingly people who are slightly older, more likely to have families, more likely to own their own homes in the suburbs of the big cities, so the outer suburbs of the big cities, and in provincial uh, towns and areas. And uh, they tend to rely totally on their cars and double cab utes to get around to do all the things, those things they need to do for, for and with their families and for and with work. Whereas uh, people who are living close to the centre of the big cities may not necessarily have cars or use them very much. And in many cases, particularly amongst the young, don't even have driver's licences. So there is a, a challenge here about how uh, that group, which is quite large and growing, uh, how they are represented. Now, there's about half a million of those people who don't vote. So in a way, they're uh, irrelevant in this, in this uh, calculus of the demographics, uh, the mathematics of demography, which decide uh, how people vote in elections. And uh, until that um, imbalance between older suburban car drivers and younger renters who use buses and bikes and walking in the centre changes, I can't see there'd be too much of a political change. To, to have that change, you'd need to see a few less of those people out in the suburbs, and some of that will happen through the natural uh, process of mortality. And then you have um, those younger people. Now, they would have to start voting in much larger numbers uh, to make any change any time soon. But it just reinforces the um, the fault lines in not just uh, our society, but also in our political economy. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was the Dawn Chorus for Wednesday, the 8th of March. Thanks again to paying subscribers to the Kaka who allow me to do this sort of work in public. And please feel free to uh, share. Um, and if you're a paying subscriber, of course, you can comment on the uh, uh, podcasts and emails via Substack. Kakiteano.